Hey, Dad. Hey, Jan. What are you listening to this week? Welcome to What Are You Listening To This Week, the weekly podcast where we talk about our favorite songs, some old, some new, all good. I'm Jen Tully, and this week, to celebrate my 26th episode, that's half a year, listeners, I'm joined by maybe the single greatest influence on my love of music, my dad, A.W. Hunter. Also, did you know that now on Spotify, you can listen to the show with the songs we discuss incorporated? Just search for What Are You Listening To This Week With Music? And if you're not listening on Spotify, be sure to give the playlist a listen and then tune into our conversation. With that, let's get started. Dad, what are you listening to this week? Uh, I've got uh, two songs that I uh, uh, come up with uh, that I like, and that's uh, the first one is uh, Fraulein by Bobby Helms. And the second one is uh, one of my all-time favorites is uh, uh, He'll Have to Go by Jim Reeves. All right. Well, tell me about this Bobby Helm song. Why Fraulein? Why did you pick this one? I don't know. Just uh, uh, it's always been been a favorite of mine. And uh, uh, they uh, used to kind of call it, they called it the... uh, Texas national anthem at the barn dances and the, and the, uh, the honky tonks and things like that because every band that come around at some time or other would cover uh, for all line as one of their songs for the night and uh, also it was uh, it was my dad which was your granddad yeah. it was one of his favorite songs too and and about the only uh, uh, country song I ever heard him sing um, uh, the only other thing I'd hear him sing was uh, gospel songs. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember hearing him sing Fraulein too. So I often think of, of Grandpa whenever I hear this song. Um, and now we picked the Bobby Helms version for this show. Do you know what year that song originally came out? Was he the original artist to do it? Yes, he was. I think, uh, I think it was around 1957 when, uh, when his record was released of it. And then wasn't long after that, uh, I think probably uh, either late 57 or early 58, something like that, uh, Hank Lachlan uh, did, did a version also, which I think was really bigger than, uh, than uh, Bobby Helms. Yeah, I feel like I feel like so many people have done this song. I feel like I've heard it from many artists. And like you said, anytime you're at a, you know, a bar or dancing and there's a live band, it's not weird to hear Fraulein, at least in Texas, at least um, <laughs> at least in the dance halls here. I'm not sure about everywhere else, but uh, I think if you're in a honky tonk, this is a, a pretty common song to hear. Um, and for your second pick, um, you chose what, what song did you choose for your second pick? He'll Have to Go by Jim Reeves. Oh, right, right. So why this song? What do you love about this song? Oh, man, just uh, just Jim Reeves himself. He uh, Just such a velvet, smooth voice. Uh, and uh, uh, he, he, anything he sang was good. And I don't know, I just uh, I always uh, just thought this was kind of the ultimate in a country song. And 
I uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. And uh, another another thing I think kind of stuck with me is is he was one of the first big time entertainers that I remember you know dying at a young age, and uh, then uh, you know a, a string of them from that point on. Yeah. Did you ever see him or Bobby Helms live? You were probably too little when they were playing. No, I never did. Uh, I never did see either one of them, uh, either one of them live. Uh, but of course, when uh, Bobby Helms came out uh, with his, uh, uh, that was in '57. Uh, uh, I would have only been ten years old then, and uh, I don't remember exactly when Jim Reeves died. But uh, I never was fortunate enough to to uh, see him in concert or anything. And he was, was he young when he passed away? Did he have a sort of a tragic end, like a, you know, a Buddy Holly or someone like that? I don't even remember how Jim Reeves passed. Well, I was, I was trying to remember myself. I believe, now I'm not positive about this, but I believe he was killed in a plane crash also. Okay. Okay. I can remember also, too, this song is one of those that I remember, you know, I've attributed you in the intro as being sort of my first uh, influence in terms of love of music. And we always had music on in the car. We often had music on in the house. And this is one that I I remember always hearing in the car. Um, I don't know if we had, you know, must have had a Jim Reeves cassette or something that played. Um, But every time I hear this song, I think of us driving. And for listeners, my, my dad, when I was young, um, well, and in, into my adulthood, actually owned an inventory service. And so he traveled around about 15 states in the U.S. And so how much of your time would you say you spent on the road, Dad? Probably, I don't know, 70% of the time you were on the uh, road a lot. I was on the road, on the road a lot. And uh, uh, boy, music, uh, music was my savior, you know, uh, to keep, keep me awake and uh, keep me interested in things that was going on around me and everything. And I don't know, I just, uh, I just loved listening to the, listen to music. And that, uh, that Jim Reeves was probably on an eight track. If the truth was, it might've been, might been, now you're making me sound, it's okay if we make you sound old, but we can't make me sound old. Um, yeah, it might've been it. Actually, when I think about it now, I feel like I can see the eight track, the label was kind of peeling <laughs> off, you know, it wasn't, old. but that's, those are some of my earliest memories, you know, of us just driving around or me being with you on a work trip during the summertime. And just, uh, you know, that's almost looking out the window and listening to music and talking about the songs. Those are some of my favorite memories. And still, if I'm super stressed out or I'm struggling or I need to think or get my, you know, creativity going, I'll often still hop in the car, turn on some music and drive around. And I just feel better afterwards. So um, I'm always, uh, I'm, I'll always be grateful to you for that. Um, because I do, I do love music. And I do love listening when driving, especially and uh, that Jim Reeves song always reminds me of that. <laughs> Well, as we're transitioning into um, influential songs that I got from my dad or that remind me of my dad, um, I've got to pick. This is a, an all-time favorite that I don't know how many times we've listened to it and how many times we've belted it out in the car. Um, but for my first pick, I'm going to go with the country classic Amarillo by Morning by George Strait. 
Now, Amarillo by Morning is one of those songs, you know, last week we had some country songs on the show that Matt Sidhome brought, and we were talking about Flatland Calvary and how, you know, they wrote a really beautiful uh, sort of Americana sounding song in Damaged Goods. And I think Amarillo by Morning for me is really a perfect country song, not necessarily Americana music or, you know, Red Dirt, but but a just a, a perfect country song. You know, it tells a story. You have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You know what this guy is going through. And for me, I, I don't think you get a better country music voice than George Strait. It's just anytime I hear him, it just sounds like what I want country music to sound like always. And of course, you know, we've talked about this since I was a kid. You're responsible for my love of the old classics, Loretta Lynn and Patsy Cline and Hank Williams and all of the, you know, the original greats of country music. And then, of course, the older artists, too, that we talked about on the Western Swing issue a little bit or episode a little bit. But um, for me, George Strait's just kind of the pinnacle. He's the the master and the king of country music. Um, and I, I don't even have to ask if you've ever heard this song, because <laughs> I know you have. Uh, but what do you think about Amarillo by Morning? Oh, it's great. It's a great song. It's a uh, uh, it's just a, uh, you know, it's just pure country is is all you can say about uh, Amarillo by Morning. It's a, uh, it's a, it's just a great country song, and uh, I even uh, I even heard the song before uh, before George Gray, uh, George Strait uh, recorded it. There was a, a jukebox in a, uh, a little uh, uh, cafe in uh, Amarillo, Texas that uh, had uh, the uh, song on there. The guy was from Amarillo, Texas, that, uh, that did Amarillo by Morning. And uh, he also, uh, his big song, I can't remember the guy's name, but his big song was uh, Suspicion, mm-hmm. was his, the big song that he did. Uh, but uh, uh, when George Drake came out with Amarillo by Morning, I kept thinking, and I've heard that song before, and that's where it was. I heard it at, at this little... Uh, little cafe in Amarillo that had it on jukebox. Yeah, it's, it's such a great song. And I know that Straight Country album was one that we always had, again, another eight-track or cassette that we always had in the car. And um, and so many, you know, George Strait's greatest hits, that first version. Um, and so anytime Amarillo by Morning came on, this was one we cranked up. And then you and I also had the, the pleasure of seeing him live at an event after uh, the CMA Awards. We I know we were, we were sharing stories with some folks today about, you know, trips and memories and funny experiences that we've had together and one year the year actually that they held the CMA the Country Music Awards in New York City you and I were able to go and ended up at a a party afterwards where George Strait and a a bunch of fellow country artists sang this song around the piano and you had sort of the who's who of country music at this event and everybody was asking him to play Amarillo by Morning of all of his songs of the entire George Strait catalog this is the one do you remember that everybody was sort of shouting play Amarillo by Morning play Amarillo by Morning Oh yeah, 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 and that was uh, actually that was uh, two thousand and five was the year was on it? that okay. that it was uh, that it was in uh, the CMAs was in uh, uh, New York City. Okay, yeah, but, I couldn't uh, remember. Yeah, yeah, that was a great trip. Uh, that was uh, uh, probably one of the most fantastic trips uh, I ever uh, ever made in my life. 
Yeah, we had a good time that trip. We've had a lot of good trips, you and I. We were talking about that today, so it made me think about all the trips we've taken. But um, yeah, that one was a good one. And I think, you know, again, testament to Amarillo by morning when you got a room full of country superstars and that's the song they want to hear. So <laughs> um, that's a, that, that'll always be a classic and one that we'll always love. Um, the other song that I, I toyed back and forth with the other George Strait song I was thinking of was Houston. And that was mainly from skiing. Remember when we'd go skiing in Crested Butte and they had that run that was called Houston and we'd go down the mountain singing George Strait song Houston. <laughs> yeah. So we were either in, in Amarillo or Houston, one of the two. <laughs> right, right. Um, well, Just my, so long as we stayed in Texas, huh? right? As long as we, even though we were skiing in Colorado, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we were. That's probably why. That's probably why the Coloradans hate Texans so much, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the many reasons um, we, we bought all their land. That's what I keep hearing. They don't like Texans because we bought up all their land. <laughs> um, well, for my second pick, I chose a song that's equally special to me when I'm thinking about you. And it's a song called How Sweet It Is by James Taylor. Now, this does, this is a song that I love. James Taylor is one of those artists that I associate, you know, with you and I listening to in the car, like George Strait, like the Eagles. Um, you know, those are early bands that I just remember loving, just artists. It's it's what sparked my fire for music. Um, I'd say probably those, you know, those three, James Taylor, the Eagles, and George Strait were three that really just from childhood, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't get enough music. I couldn't get my hands on enough music after hearing those bands. Um, um, and and have always had pretty eclectic taste. You know, my my genres run from country to western swing to rock to bluegrass to electronic. I mean, really everything. And I think it's because I was exposed to such good music so early. And and James Taylor was so talented and so able to, I, I think, create time and place. Like when I hear a James Taylor song, I, I feel like I'm in a certain time and place, even if it's, you know, if I'm listening to it today, I still feel like it's, you know, 1984 or something and you and I are in the car together. And um, I think the other reason that this song is so special is this was um, this was our our the song that we danced to at my wedding. Um, and so I, this has always been a favorite. James Taylor's always been a favorite. And then I think I, I don't, I, maybe you'll remember what year this was, but I don't. Um, we also, he's one of the artists that you and I have seen live together as well. Um, we saw him for Father's Day one year at Starplex in Dallas, the old Starplex. It's not there anymore. Oh, I, I mean, the venue might be, but it's not called Starplex anymore. Um, but do you remember that when we saw him out there? It was a, it was an outdoor venue. One of my favorite, uh, concert venues growing up um but yeah we got to see him uh, it must have been 90s do you think it was the late 90s we saw him at, in Dallas yeah I, I think it was and uh, you know that was uh, one of the greatest uh, father's day presents i ever got was uh, you know you uh, you got his tickets to that uh, to see uh, james taylor and i've always been a been a big fan of his also and uh, man it was a it was a great time uh when did you uh when did you leave uh Denton and go to uh California I left Denton in 19 well I left Denton in 1995 so I guess it must have been early 90s yeah. I, I moved yeah. to California in 95 yeah yeah you were still at school at North Texas when mm -hmm. we uh when we went and saw James Taylor 
Yeah, that's right. So it must have been it must have been early nineties. Wow, that's <laughs> that's been a long time ago. And I, I hate doing that math, you know, every time I start talking <laughs> about years and <laughs> I think, oh, that was five or six years ago or thirty. <laughs> well well, at least you're young enough you can do it by in your head. I, if I have to do numbers as old as I am, I gotta get a calculator. <laughs> Well, I think that, uh, you know, it's quickly approaching and the the fact that the two of us have managed to make it through, you know, an episode without having to having lots of dead air while we're trying to remember something is, I, I think, a, a miracle in and of itself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, Dad, thanks so much for sharing what you're listening to and for joining me on the show. I mean, honestly, my love of music comes from you and listening loud comes from you. I've talked about that, I think, on the show uh, when I guested on Matt and Samer's show and we talked about my Desert Island mix. I told them about how not only you know do you and I love to listen to music together, but we love to listen to it loud, um, so much so that my husband teases me that if anybody ever tried to steal my car, they wouldn't get out of the driveway because they'd have a heart attack <laughs> when the ignition started because the music's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's something we've always done. I always remember hearing it in the house. And again, whether it was, you know, leaving on a jet plane by Peter, Paul and Mary or a Jimmy Buffett song or a Patsy Cline song or Loretta Lynn or Hank Williams or, you know, remember when we got um, I remember you even bringing home the Thriller album for us or a Lionel Richie <laughs> album. You know, I mean, yeah. we just we always had music on and I'm so grateful for that. And so this was super special for me to have you join me on an episode. So thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me at the. Uh... I'm uh, I'm glad we have those good memories to share. Yeah, me too. And to our listeners, please join me again next week to find your new favorite song. <laughs>